I'm Jamie Floyd, host of All Things Considered at WNYC. You're listening to Politics Brief, a collection of our very best coverage of the 2018 midterm elections. We'll share the sharpest and most timely talk, analysis, and original reporting from shows like The Takeaway, The Brian Lehrer Show, On the Media, and Radio Lab Presents More Perfect. And from the WNYC Newsroom, which is watching key races in New York and New Jersey. Enjoy. With midterm elections less than a month away, attention is largely on the balance of power in Congress. If people are thinking local, they're looking at the New York State Senate. But let's not forget there will be candidates for governor on the ballot, too. Andrew Cuomo is vying for a third term. His Republican challenger, Mark Molinaro, is trying to stop him. As WNYC's Fred Mogul reports, Molinaro is not under any illusion about his odds. Mark Molinaro wants New Yorkers to think about 1994. That's the year when... A little-known state senator who started his political career as mayor of a small Hudson Valley village took on a David and Goliath matchup against a well-known New York governor. They told him the odds were too long, the Molinaro commercial continues, before the big reveal. Boy, were they wrong. That's George Pataki. And the ad actually isn't exaggerating when it describes his defeat of Mario Cuomo as shocking. There hadn't been a Republican governor in New York in more than two decades when Pataki won. And he then got re-elected twice. But the ad quickly pivots to tell us what else happened in 1994. That same year, just a little further north in the Hudson Valley, history was being made again. Welcome to Tivoli, New York. The Honorable Marcus Molinaro. And there's Mark Molinaro walking in a small town parade. It's actually 1995, but never mind. He's just become the youngest mayor in the United States. But we don't linger long on Molinaro's political launch pad. It's time for Pataki to pass the gubernatorial torch. Just like in 1994, 2018 presents us with an opportunity to again stun the political establishment. A Molinaro victory next month would stun many people. Andrew Cuomo has strong approval ratings, multi-generational name recognition, and nearly $10 million to Molinaro's 200,000. Cuomo got almost twice as many votes as Cynthia Nixon in the Democratic primary, and New York has twice as many Democrats as Republicans. Sitting on a bench in Central Park, Molinaro says he's undaunted. I am, by uh, every definition, an underdog. He's wearing a lapel pin of the cartoon character Underdog to prove it. I think that America has been defined and redefined by underdogs. And as my children tell me, and I remember from the episodes myself, every episode ends pretty well for the underdog. Molinaro says people have often underestimated him, but that he's managed to win them over with hard work, attention to detail, and nonpartisan open-mindedness. I'll tell you, I, I love being surrounded by people who disagree with me. That's how you move a democracy and you help people. The least important uh, label in my life is my party label. Molinaro grew up in a working-class family with a single mom who often relied on food stamps. In high school, he was an intern for a local state assemblywoman. She and others encouraged Molinaro to run for a village board of Tivoli. I decided, what the heck, there were people making decisions in government uh, on the village board that weren't paying attention to the issues facing families uh, and kids. And I thought, well, if these people can influence my life, then I should probably try. The next year, he ran unopposed for mayor. He was 19. When he won the part-time job, CBS TV gave him national coverage. The mayor is there for every faulty pipe, for every fire call, 
It's a false alarm. Not a false alarm. Somebody burnt toast at her senior housing complex. Over the next 16 years, Molinaro also served as county legislator and state assemblyman. And at age 36, he became county executive. I inherited a $40 million budget gap, uh, a bond rating downgrade, and a 70% increase in uh, state-mandated services. We made some tough choices, but we turned it around over four years to a $20 million surplus. Political ally Greg Pulver, the chairman of the county legislature, is one of many local Republicans who are big fans. I'm older than Marcus, but... I find myself uh, actually relying on his advice a lot. Pulver says it's not just what Molinaro does, but how he does it. I guess what I think measures him against most people is how easy it is to talk to him, to relate with him, to communicate. Molinaro considers himself a moderate. He didn't vote for Donald Trump. He supports much of the Affordable Care Act. He opposes parts of the federal tax overhaul, especially new limits to state and local tax deductions. But many Dutchess County Democrats say he's not really so centrist. He voted against keeping guns from the hands of domestic violence abusers. That's county legislator Fritz Zernica describing Molinaro's previous stint in state government in the assembly. He voted against marriage equality and a, a raft of other really votes that you wouldn't call centrist or bipartisan. Molinaro now supports gay marriage and some restrictions on gun ownership. Democrats have also clashed with him over large campaign donations he's received from contractors doing business with the county and over his failure to disclose that his wife is working for one of them. I'm standing with county legislator Joel Tyner near the construction site for a new sheriff's office in jail. For years, Tyner's been trying to get a county-level law limiting campaign contributions from contractors like those working here. This is the biggest public works project in Dutchess County history. And Richie Green, they got a massive contract to design the new jail. Okay, $1.8 million. And they've given Molinaro thousands of dollars. Molinaro says there's nothing wrong with this. Individuals who, who get contracts get it through a competitive process. And, and should they wish to make contributions? They, they do to Republicans and Democrats. Molinaro says he supports campaign finance reform, but that it needs to come from Albany. When I'm governor, we are going to pass the most significant campaign finance reforms uh, this state has ever seen to dry up what is a corrupted system. This has been one of the biggest themes in Molinaro's campaign. He's trying to link Governor Cuomo to the corruption convictions of several top state officials. Cynthia Nixon tried this line of attack in the primaries and didn't get much traction. And if voters in front of the Tivoli Post Office on a recent morning are any guide, Molinaro might not either. Take Dan Dudley, a local builder and carpenter. I'm probably going to vote for Cuomo, and I'm not doing it because I think he's a charming guy. And here's Justin Tadaldi strolling by with his wife, baby, and dog. He played Little League Baseball on a team Molinaro coached in the 90s. We were known for um, dancing in the outfield during the game. Did he encourage them? No, he would yell at us. We really messed with him. Tidaldi thinks it's ridiculous for Cuomo, in his TV commercials, to accuse Molinaro of being a Donald Trump mini-me. And it's just like the complete opposite. The guy doesn't have a bad bone in his body. I would know firsthand. I've known him all my life. You think you'll be voting for him come November? No. I would vote for him. However, I'm a Democrat, so I'm not going to vote for the opposing party. Another Tivoli resident I talked to, an artist named Rosalie Rossi, also adores Molinaro, especially for hiring the town's first artist laureate. But she's not crossing party lines either. He's not ready. He's smart enough to try. That gets his name out. He can have it next time. A few days later, I tell Molinaro about Rossi, 
he says he's pretty sure he can change her mind. I bet you a hundred bucks she votes for me this November. I know exactly who she is. She's going to come to my pasta dinner the Sunday before Election Day. I bet you <laughs> she'll be voting for me. <laughs> who knows? Maybe he will persuade her. But to pull off the upset he's predicting statewide, Molinaro might need to invite a whole lot more people over for spaghetti. Fred Mogul, WNYC News. Thanks for listening to Politics Brief. If you want more, go to wnyc.org election.